beautiful people. It's Callan here. Um, I've got another episode for you guys. So I'm just going to jump straight into it. So this morning, I went to bed last night um, just feeling anxious, literally just because I have things to do today and my social battery has been a bit low and it was just like work things. I'm having Friendsgiving stuff, which I'm excited for. And then I've got, I'm going to like a show tonight, like a music show. Um, so yeah, I've just got like a busy day, whatever. And I went to bed feeling anxious about it. And I woke up this morning, just like, I just feel the anxiety, but it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily anxiety. I was just like, Ooh, like something's, there's like energy stirring and it feels chaotic is the feeling. And I go through phases with my Oracle, my tarot cards where, you know, I'll read them for a bit and then I don't for a couple months. Like I, I just, I tune into them whenever I'm intuitively guided to do so. There have been times where that wasn't the case where I was making it sort of a routine thing. That's just not the way I roll really. Um, at least not at this point. But so I was guided to my cards, but then even more interestingly, I was guided to my crystals, which I really haven't. Like, I was really big into them at first when I started waking up. And, I mean, I have them out on display, but I don't use them at all. Like, it's been well over a year, year and a half since I've used them. So, it was just interesting that I was guided to them. And, um, basically, everything that I did today was kind of a little different than I usually do it. So, I'm just going to make that disclaimer once and then go through the process that I went through. Also, I... Like, I read my tarot, my oracle cards the way that I do it. I don't know anyone else who does it this way. It's very beginner beginner level, but I get a lot of, out of it. And I wouldn't say that I'm the person to go to for guidance with those sort of things. Um, but if something that I do resonates with you and you want to take that, cool. So... With the crystals, I kind of just closed my eyes, hovered my hands around my crystals, and it was like I was just wiggling my fingers, and whenever I would touch a crystal, then I would pick it up. I picked up three of them, and it was like ones that whenever I looked at them, those were the ones I was drawn to, but I wanted to... Like, I didn't look at them too long. I don't know the order in which any of them are placed. I was just waving my hand around, you know? So, anywho, I picked these three crystals. I believe one of them is Grape Agate, and then... I've got um, fluorite, one that I got in Sedona, and then a sunstone. So, I shuffle my cards, right? I'm picking the different cards. Usually, I just let the, I will let, like, the jumper cards be the ones that come through. But today, I was like, no, I'm going to, like, pick them. Like, I think the jumper cards are a way of me... Being like, oh, I don't know which one to pick. Like, not trusting my intuition, basically. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go with my intuition today. And, oh, I guess it's important. Um, Basically, because I was intuitively guided to the cards, I was just like, okay, I'm open to see what, um, like, is trying to be made known to me. And these cards have been very powerful for me. And I really like the verbiage of them. I find them really activating. So I basically, I just, I journaled about why I, why I was feeling anxious, whatever, just kind of get that out of the way. And then, um, I asked, I'm open to whatever wants to come to me through the cards. Why was I drawn to these cards today? What is wanting to be seen and processed within myself? And how could I best assist myself? And then I tune into the Akasha Crackers afterwards. I like to do that when I do my readings now. Um, I find that that is 
a good way for me to practice with the Akashic Records. And no hard no. Um, so I picked the three cards. I was like, I would pick a card, put it face down, and then I did the three. And then each time I would just pick up one of the crystals and just put it on like on top of the card. I just did it in the way that I was guided. Um, and the reason why I say that is because whenever I flipped the cards over, the crystals all, like, the colors matched the card, like, the pictures and the artwork on the cards, especially the last card I drew, um, which was Orbs of Light. By the way, I'm using the Lightworker Oracle. Um, it's Elena Fairchild is the author of it. I really like it. Um, yeah. But so it was the Orbs of Light card and the Sunstone was on top of it. And it's literally like the same colors. And then the other ones, it, it was quite similar. So now I'm just going to go into the cards that I pulled. So I like to do the bottom card being like the overall theme, the shadow card. I feel like shadow is typically used the tarot. Um, Oracle. Yeah, it's like I kind of just let it be a part of what's going on. So I looked at that one first. It was the Master Healing card. And then um, for the main cards, I pulled Star Child, that one. So I've gotten the Star Seed card in my other deck many a fucking times. Um, but it's the first time that I get the Star Seed card in this deck. And so that was interesting to note. The second card, oh, Master Healing. It was one of the first cards I ever pulled in this deck. I pull it all the time. And today... Like, whenever I read it, I was like, I feel like now I get why I keep getting it. Because now I'm, like, clearly getting the message or more of it. Whereas before, I would just, like, read over and be like, ah, whatever. Um, it's funny not touching my cards for, like, months at a time and then coming back and seeing how much I've evolved based on the last time I read that description of a card that I've pulled before. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. So I got the Star Child card, and then the second card was the Six Ray of Devotion. That card I've gotten a bunch of times. And then the last card is the Orbs of Light. This is the first time I've gotten the Orbs of Light card. So, um, for 33, so I'm going to do what I want to do. I like to read the full description of the card that's on there. Certain things will stick out to me. It's nice to get the full memo. I think it's nice for people to hear that and I feel like these cards will it's like the more you see what I resonate with the more you'll get an understanding of who I am without me having to like describe myself to you you know um hope this is making sense anywho okay first card um is the master healing card so it says, as you meditate, remain true to what inspires your heart and commit to your spiritual path. You become an in wait, you become an increasingly powerful leader whenever I do those things. You're here to live your own life, to be true to what genuinely moves you. The unconditionally loving guide and ascended master, I hope I'm saying this right, Serapis Bay, comes to you now with a blessing of master healing to further your success on your path. On your path. The Master Serapis Bay is a beloved guide for those who feel a strong soul connection to ancient Egypt. I literally have a past life in ancient Egypt. Um, for healers who are developing their own modalities, um, I know that part of what I am is a healer. Um, and I am developing my own modality because I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. 
I do, but I don't. My conscious human brain doesn't. Me, my essence, my soul, it knows what's up. Okay, I like to make that distinction because I'm not down and on myself all the time. Okay, um, is also a beloved guide for those who work with high-frequency concepts. He also assists with the translation of spiritual inspiration into practical worldly plans. Um, I was spiritually inspired to start a worldly podcast, and I started it yesterday. So, I'm feeling the energy. Um, he comes to confirm that the Ascended Masters are aware of you. You're an integral part of a powerful spiritual team that has taken physical incarnation to help awaken consciousness into love. All of this I knew before, but it was the awaken consciousness into love part that just stood out a little bit more this time. Also, it's just like, why do I doubt myself all the time? Literally the ascended masters. Like I've got, I've pulled this card so many times. I've been told so many times. The ascended masters are aware of you. You're a part of an integral team. Like I'm getting so much validation for the things that I feel. I can't imagine how people felt when they were awakening in times before like all of these books and it being okay to talk about like the other day I was listening to a podcast and someone was saying like talking about Dolores Cannon how in her day people would talk about auras and they'd like run to the other side of the street or you know they'd be like ah that's weird and now it's like someone on the street could be like I can see your aura and you're like oh cool what color is it and it's like I haven't even really thought about it because there's still like people are waking up constantly but there's a lot of people that are asleep and who you know and it it I take for granted that it it we still do live in a world where we're awake enough to be like oh your aura and someone might actually fucking respond oh cool what color is it you know anyway I I just thought that was interesting you're asked to tune into your heart what do you I know that my heart is a portal so but it's just interesting seeing it again what do you love enough to overcome any obstacle to attain it? What motivates and inspires you? Not what seems possible or practical, but what is authentic. That's the fucking key right there. We're most powerful when we serve authentically from the heart. A bird might learn how to dive underwater from time to time, but it's never going to be its most powerful if it has to live underwater. It would struggle to thrive if it were to force itself into such unnatural expressions of its life energy. That shit's profound. The bird yearns to fly because that is its divine nature and purpose. You too have divine nature and purpose, and your heart holds the clue. What feels most like you? It's cool because, see, I like this whole podcast thing because I feel like I have a story to explain to someone, but it's just helping me process and put everything together myself. Um, if you're still with me, shout out. We're only on the first card. <laughs> um... It's like the more that I lean into doing the things that I want to do and it's not disregarding the voice that says that that's irresponsible. It's that I'm seeing the part of myself that thinks that it's irresponsible to do the things that I want to do whenever I'm not quote unquote fully set up. Even though day to day, moment to moment, I always have exactly what I need in that moment, you know? So, hey, where was I going with that? Oh, it's like the more that I lean into things that I want to do, it's like the more I'm like, 
feel like I'm floating on a cloud and things are just working out more for me. It's like I'm taking a prior, like I'm putting my desires as a priority and that is literally getting my desires taken care of. Like I'm acknowledging that it's important to me to have more money and whatever so that I can pay all my bills, so that I have enough extra to, you know, go to shows and travel and do this and that and to feel relaxed and whenever things come up like normal things like oh I need to get laundry detergent I'm not stressed out because it's going to be a higher grocery bill than if I didn't need laundry detergent you catch my drift I'm sure a lot of you understand the place that I'm at um but it was like once I said that I wanted more money and got clear on why I wanted it and tuned into those things and was like no like live live music is my fucking church I bless those places but so once I was like oh whatever I started getting free tickets out the ass. I got a whole week-long paid vacation, basically, by a friend of mine paid for tickets, flights, like, food, all the camping supplies we needed, like, fucking everything. Everything that I needed was just taken care of. And I got to experience something that wasn't even on my fucking radar. Like, I got to see a concert inside of a cave. Come on, guys. Anywho, getting back on with it. It's difficult to access the truth of your own nature when we believe we should live up to the expectation of others. If we're attached to an outcome or afraid of an answer, we can unintentionally block our perceived faculties, a spiritual version of sticking our fingers in our ear and shouting, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the blessings of Serapis Bay include his clear flame of divine cleansing light. This can assist us in letting go of what, in whatever blocks us from knowing the truth of our nature when we're willing to be who we are the universe can more easily guide us to fulfill our destinies a little bit more on that so live music i've mentioned is important to me i love dancing at shows but the friend who took care of this whole vacation i was just talking about i met because i was so in my element dancing at a festival that i just came up was like, here, I think this necklace is supposed to be for you. I wear this necklace every day now. And we ended up, you know, just hitting it off, becoming friends, and got this whole thing taken care of. Because I was, like, indulging myself in the things that are fun and make me feel alive, I was brought more opportunity. Tell me that's not the coolest fucking shit ever. Like, I didn't have to try it all. It just, like, landed in my lap. It's also funny to me that I think that I'm, like, ah, I'm all alone as a human and blah, 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 whatever. Whenever I've got this Serapis Bay guy telling me all the time that he's on my team. He's like, hey, I'm on your team. I, I like, I, I can help you. And I'm like, oh, I'm alone. I got to do this all my... He's like, no, I'm on your team. And I'm like, oh, man, why, why isn't nobody here to help me? Yeah, it's just... It's ridiculous, like, in, in a loving way. It's ridiculous. <sighs> Serapis Bay will help you to see yourself truthfully. You may gain feedback from others that helps you understand the value of what you share, or you may simply find it easier to view yourself objectively with a compassionate, appreciative, and discerning inner eye. Friend from Manifestation Boot Camp. Um, God damn it, why is my mind blanking right now? Um... Fuck. 
we talk back and forth all the time. I feel really bad right now that I'm not remembering. That I'm not remembering your name. Ugh. Hold on. I'm literally going look. Caitlin. Caitlin. Okay. Caitlin, thank you for your comment yesterday about how just my intro episode to the podcast affected you because that's literally like I view that as an ascended master working through you, like guiding you to the podcast for your own benefit and also to tell me, hey, you're doing a good fucking job. Like you started the damn thing and you're already making a difference. That's just like a full circle moment to me for me. So thank you, Caitlin. Um, if you're listening at all or still listening at this point, I know I'm taking forever. Okay. Um, as you learn and accept who you are, but you become a more powerful vibration for masters to put to use in the plan of love. Like, I've been wanting this podcast for so long. I allow myself to start a podcast and I'm immediately being put to use. <laughs> oh, it's laughable how I just sat there and didn't do anything for so long. If you have a dream in your heart, know that it has been placed there for divine purpose. What you dream and desire contains the seed of divinity. It's meant to help attract your life mission and fulfill it with love, joy, creativity, and pleasure. If we're willing to go through what's necessary for an outcome, it will happen for us. The details may appear different from what we imagine they would. This whole paragraph is literally how Amy describes manifestation. But the truth remains, if you ask for something and are willing to go through the process required to have that come to life, aka process your shit and see your blind spots and understand the different beliefs that you have going like once you're willing to go through that work to clear your channel your space your whatever it will happen for you the universe is that generous unconditionally supportive and loving of you it's your creative partner it will provide with you all that you need to manifest your dreams desires and destiny that just sounds yeah i it like, every time I read these cards, it just feels like I'm reading it for the first time again. Um, okay, so now we're moving on to the Star Child card. This one, this is where I start crying. First of all, the artwork, beautiful. Okay. The light of the stars exists in you. The Earth wants you to share that light with humanity. You're asked to understand that you're meant to be here, that you have spiritual work to accomplish. All right, none of this is new news to me. But this part, I liked how they wrote, they wrote it. Give up the idea that you belong somewhere else to another home in the stars. Instead, let the starlight of your inner being shine here on Earth, where it shall make such a positive difference in the world. Fall in love with Earth's beauty. She can and will support you in all ways. I think part of the reason why traveling always is and I think always will be activating for me, and this is something that's in my Akashic Records, is because whenever I go and I'm willing to just like, like I see a new place and I see the beauty and the little things. And it's like whenever I do that, it's like a it's like a give and take. And it's just like a such a pleasurable experience for me and Mother Earth, if that makes sense. And that's what this is touching on right here. Have you been dreaming of other places that you would prefer to be? The answer to that question is no. 
are you like dreaming in terms of when I go to sleep? Otherwise, no, I, I, I'm okay with the fact that I'm on Earth right now. It feels different than, uh, like majority of my soul nature, but I think that's probably true for all of us. Um, are you wondering if there's more to life on this planet than suffering and struggle? Been wondering that shit for a while. Perhaps you know you have a mission, yep, yet you doubt that you can succeed. Sometimes, yep, too. I know that I'm going to succeed, but I do doubt myself. Perhaps you love your life here, but yearn to experience the spiritual purity that exists in the higher vibrational fields of the stars. You may feel like a tourist in need of a fix of your home language to endure adapting to a very different world. Grounding yourself here on Earth enables you to fulfill your life mission. You cannot accomplish this without feeling that you belong here. Okay, literally last night I was having, like, a thought process just about, like, if I were to be astral projecting and having fully awakened psychic gifts and be seeing shit all the time and having all these crazy dreams, like, I'm not ready for that at this point right now. Like, it sounds fun and cool, but then I won't really get into it. It's like I, I get teasers of those sorts of experiences, and I'm like, oh. Okay, that that's destabilized. Like, I need to ground myself. Like, I, you know? And so, this this speaks on a deep level for me. You, can't you cannot accomplish this without feeling that you belong here. Your feet need to be planted on the earth. Relax and trust that you're meant to be here. You have a special light to share and a particular spiritual vibration to live. So that the quotient of embodied spiritual light on the earth increases. You're part of an important team of spiritual beings working to assist humanity to grow spiritually. This is the second card in a row that's saying this also. I mean, it is a lightworker deck, but still. The challenge for a star-seated soul is to accept human beings as they are without despairing over their darker side. I'm going to say that again. The challenge for a star-seated soul is to accept human beings. That includes us. We are human beings in this life as well as they are without despairing over their darker side. The violence may frighten you, but your love will help humanity learn to use that violence to dismantle old structures and create new ways of being. It can be channeled it can be channeled to energize humanity with this can-do attitude towards creating a more loving and functional world. Remember you came to this planet to learn and help heal others. So it was to learn Earth School. And to help heal others. My mission. Like there, there's, I'm not just here for the mission. Like I'm here for me too. You agreed to take this journey because you can assist both the earth and humanity, and humanity to evolve the frequency. It is possible and you're helping make it so. Alright, this is where I start crying. There are three truths that will help you embrace your journey on this planet. Firstly, you carry the purity of your star ancestry in your heart. You can return through meditation or relaxation at any time. You often return to your star barn home during sleep. I think that's just adorable. The loved ones that the loved ones from that place are very aware of your journey here and are helping you every step of the way. They send you frequencies from home, like divine care packages, which fuel you for your earthly task. That shit broke me down. It's just like it just felt like opening the door to understanding more of my galactic side. Yeah. 
Um, secondly, you are so filled with love that you're capable of loving all on this planet. You have compassion even for those who are very wounded and fearful and at times act out in ways of violence, cruelty, and ignorance. Now the human capacity for courage, compassion, and light is increasing. Your work as part of the team of light-loving beings is already having, a, having an effect. This is so true. Like, I've literally... I've been asked by, like, managers at work who've been like, holy shit, this dynamic happened between you and this person. How can you even respect them at all anymore? And it's like, I don't, like... I don't have an answer other than I just have a lot of compassion and I understand that being a human is really complicated and that hurt people hurt people and I've hurt people before and I do my best not to do that but not everyone is on that same place in the journey and it's like pretty inevitable that we're gonna bump into each other and and it's not to say that anything that happened between the, me and this person that it was okay the way that I was treated um, but I just see it from a higher perspective. Like, it's not so, like, I didn't take it personally, really. So, yeah, anyways. Thirdly, as a star-seated being, you have special resources for your journey here on Earth. Your every spiritual request and need will be met by a loving team of helpers. You get to have a lot of fun in your healing mission if you so choose. Oh, I fucking do. I just got accepted to work um, a music festival in Costa Rica in March, and it's gonna have all kinds of like yoga and wellness stuff and these learning seminars and healing and it's a week long and I'm really fucking excited about it and that seems like a lot of fun and also like doing my mission it's got to do with some manifestations I've been calling into so whoop, whoop. I'm excited okay do, 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 do. you get to have a lot of fun in your healing mission if you so choose it doesn't only have to be hard work though of course sometimes it will be just remember that the stars shine with joy in the sky, and you can shine as a star with joy upon the earth. This is your nature. This is how you can best fulfill your life mission. Hell yeah, buddy. So, now we move to... I'm going to try and be... Is this still recording? Please tell me this is still recording. Okay. Whew. Okay, I'm going to try and speed this up. I've got two cards left. Um, but I'm going at my own pace. All right, we've got the sixth ray of devotion. Also, Kayla and Rick, if, if y'all are listening to this, this is what I'm doing before Friendsgiving, and it's why I'm running late. <clears throat> okay. Sixth ray of devotion bestows the qualities of persistence, unwavering focus, and intensity of feeling. It is a gift of the strength to move mountains with your will for what you love. When the sixth ray of devotion appears, you're being given guidance that even if you do not seem to have much worldly power right now, this shit runs deep. The power of your beliefs can conquer obstacles. The Archangel Uriel helps you receive the blessing of the sixth ray now. I've definitely been feeling that, like, internally, I'm fucking golden. Do I have a lot of external things to prove that? On one hand, yes. On the other hand, I don't have a whole lot of money right now. Like, I'm really struggling to pay my bills. I'm struggling with several, you know, real-world things. But on the inside, I'm, like, chilling. So, yeah. 
Anywho, okay. You're receiving a blessing of the six ray of devotion. It is serving your soul growth and will help you to develop faith in your principles and trust in the power of your beliefs. You will be able to recognize and appreciate the extraordinary strength within you and realize that you have enough willpower to keep working towards your dream, overcoming any obstacle until you're divinely successful. The six ray reminds you of the power of love, which can conquer anything and everything. Love is an empowering, motivating force far stronger than fear. Love is the foundation of authentic spiritual devotion. Devotion to the divine empowers us to bear burdens, overcome obstacles, and manifest all manner of beautiful visions in a world that may at first assure us that our dream is not possible. The Six Ray blesses you with spiritual stubbornness and sacred rebellion against any odds. Spiritual stubbornness and sacred rebellion. I like that. The challenge with the Six Ray is to not become so anchored in your beliefs that you become fanatical judging others because their beliefs are different i'm i work with this all the time you can be unwavering in your adherence to your belief system and yet honor the fact that there are as many paths to divine as there are people that the ways the universe calls you home to love are unlimited if you do not honor this you may try to pull people away from their own path which can create unnecessary struggle for them and unnecessary karma for you the best way to honor the blessings and minimize the challenge of this ray is to share your truth with an open heart and an open mind. Share without agenda. For those working with this energy, the power of mind and emotions will come into focus. You may need to channel your emotional and mental power into worthy projects or practice balancing your intensity with lightness of heart and playfulness so you don't become harsh or despairing if things appear not to be working out the way you believe they should. Then your faith can remind you love always finds a way. When, you're, when Archangel Uriel connects with you, a tremendous power, the power of Earth, is brought to your aid. Uriel brings healing energy and an ability to cause real effect in the physical world with your mental and emotional power. Remember, you're here to shine your light. This part's big. Others can choose to, can choose to use your light to see by until they're ready to discover their inner light. Oh, okay, I'm going to back up. Others can choose to use your light to see by until they're ready to discover their own inner light or not. Like, literally or not. Like, that is up to them. I just have to exist in my own energy. And sure, I can, uh, like, meet people where they're at sometimes. But, I like, I do that too much. And it's like... It's like I meet people where they're at when they don't ask me to. You know? It's like I feel like I'm, like, responsible. Because I see old versions of myself that was really hurting who was in like a similar place and I just want people to not feel alone and feel like that you know like I didn't really have people that were helping guide me through this at first and I would have really liked to have that and so it's like I'm coming from a good place but I also need to understand that that's their path and like they are fully capable of discovering their own inner truth on their own you know like I did it they can fucking do it and it's not in a I'm leaving them like out to starve sort of way but I don't have to interject myself into people's life paths okay <sighs> the best way to honor the blessing and minimize the challenge of this ray is to share your truth with an open heart and an open mind share without agenda for those working with this energy, the power of mind and emotions will come into focus. 
You may need to channel your emotional and mental power into worthy pro. Okay, wait. Okay, yeah, I went way back. Okay, sorry. Um, finally, as a six ray has a special connection to religion and love, this part is kind of hard for me. You're asked to hold the healing power of love in your heart for all those who are evolving through a life experience involving religious practice. This can help counterbalance the judgment and fear that exist in the hearts of many towards religions that are not their own or that have been the vehicle through which abuse has taken place. Religion on this planet at the time, at this time, needs love, support, and encouragement to evolve, heal, and grow whatever way ultimately serves divine love. It's just clicking in my head why I experienced 10 years of Catholic school that was honestly pretty traumatizing for me. And, you know, like I, I was in religious school the whole time I was in school up until college. Um and just growing up in an area where I see how much religion needs love, at least in my experiences. And I'm not I'm not shitting on religion. I just think that it makes things seem as though there's a rule book that people have to follow that is outside of themselves and that we know nothing and this, that, and the other. Like, it's just my experience. I don't think all religions are bad. I think literally all religions hold keys of the truth and they've just been, it's been diluted and tampered with because we as humans, you know, sort of do that. I don't, I'm sure, like, false matrix, you know, dark entity stuff has to do with it as well. Like, everything is just hijacked. But I do think that it's like I'm, I'm making peace with religion and accepting what it taught me and leaving the things that don't serve me but that's a sticky process um and so yeah it's making sense to me now why i went through all of that hmm. got my full my chills my tingles i call whenever my clairsentience kicks on i call it the tingles with a capital t it just feels like gold glitter running down from the top of my crown down to like my neck and then like my whole body too it's like it feels different than chills like when when like you hear a good song like whenever it's cold it kind of feels like whenever you hear a good song and it gives you chills like it's like that but I don't know it's different it's like warm and it yeah it just has a specific feeling anyways that's the tingles okay now for the last card the orbs of light the spiritual worlds are delivering a message to you you may have already heard it through telepathic reception I'm definitely synced up to the telepathic network, so it's interesting that it says that. And mistaking it for your own thought, yet it is inspired by your higher guidance, those spiritual beings that love you without condition. It's an answer to a question and guidance to increase your happiness. All of this, like, from what I remember about this thing, this card, this is what the Akashic Records feel like to me. It's like the way that I perceive them at this point. It is possible to pray without realizing it. The universe is lovingly listening to every thought and feeling in your heart and mind. When you intentionally speak to the universe and ask your higher guidance to help you with an issue, this is a powerful way to call the light into your life. It works, often quite rapidly. However, sometimes we ask for help without being aware, so aware of doing so. Worrying about an issue or pondering a question or ways this happens. That stuck out to me. There are orbs of light around you. 
They are spiritual beings that love you. These orbs contain information and energies that help answer questions and worries through the intelligence and love of the higher spiritual worlds. That information might come through a song, a phrase, a feeling, or a color or symbol that unlocks awareness in the deeper recesses of your mind and body. Okay, a personal example I have a couple of weeks ago, I was walking my dog. I was called to like walk through the park park instead of taking the short route. The leaves were like changing color. They're like beautiful. I love looking at them. Um, and the leaves they were like shaking on this one tree. And there's certain times when the leaves shake and I'm just like, Oh, the trees kinda talk to me, you know. And so like I'm like, Hi tree. I'm like, What are you guys trying to tell me right now? Because it just felt like they had something to say. I just, like, tuned in for a second, and then I just, like, kind of kept walking, you know, just, like, looking around, appreciating Earth's beauty. And then, boom, it was, like, a little, like, a little golden bubble just bursted. And it was, like, what if every one of these leaves on these trees represented a dollar in your bank account? And it was, like, it was a thought outside of myself, and it was a full sentence. So, I that's how I perceived the Akashic Records. Or, like, yeah, like, my higher self, it's... It's still me, but it's like a different part of me. Anywho, I immediately was just like lit the fuck up. I'm like walking around like I'm the baddest bitch in town because I'm like, look at all these leaves. And that's become a symbol to my subconscious. Like now whenever I look at leaves, that's representing like money in my field. Um, And so, yeah, this this is one of the orbs of light. Orbs are always around us, but appear in more concentrated form, both in quantity and quality, in certain places and at certain times, including when your energy is in a particularly soft and receptive high-frequency state. Orbs naturally gravitate towards high energy. This doesn't mean you have to go have to be on the go constant. Higher energy can be created when you're very still by raising your frequency to a higher vibrational state. You can do this by regularly meditating on love and healing. Every single card in this reading has said healing and talked about me being a healer. Just throwing that out there. You can place yourself in a state that is most attractive to orbs uh, by orbs of light by relaxing, opening your heart, and feeling good. You are also most likely to perceive them around you in this state, which can be a fun and beautiful experience. It was definitely fun whenever I was like, what if every leaf was a dollar in my bank account? Look at all these leaves, dude. I would be rich. Orbs are often only seen in photographs where they appear as soft balls of light. If they're enhanced and magnified, patterns, symbols, and faces can sometimes be seen within them. This is part of the loving genius of the spiritual world. The way that light can reach, can reach the earth in form, helping to raise frequency from fear to love. Being in nature and doing some invocations to unconditional love creates an energy that's very attractive to orbs. It makes sense that I was in nature and, like, paying it homage, and then a little orb was like, hey! And that happens a lot. Um, so, so is group work based in love, such as meditating together to create, wait, to clear a sacred space in nature, then dancing and praying together in that space with joyful devotion to love. This attracts high-level guidance because a group can be a container powerful enough to generate and hold the higher frequencies of love. This can also happen for individuals, but group energy can be a powerful and efficient way to attract a great downpour of spiritual grace. Clearing the energy of your home and calling in higher guidance to bless you and your home each day, perhaps with the invocation below, will also create a space in which orbs of light can more easily visit you. 
bringing their uplifting energy and healing light. To access the information of these orbs and light, to be open to seeing them more clearly, whether directly with your own energetic vision through clairvoyance or through photographs or other means, you can use the invocation below. This is the only one that I actually read the invocation for. Usually I would, and then I said that I wasn't going to for this reading, but I wanted to for this card. I call upon the unconditionally loving orbs of light. Please bring me information, healing energy, and joy as I open my heart to the loving presence of the higher spiritual worlds here and now. I ask to see, feel, and know the loving intelligence of the orbs of light in ways that are relaxing, encouraging, joyful, and kind. That was a big part for me. Just, I've taken psychedelics, so that's, yeah. <laughs> I ask for the orbs of light to bring peace and blessing to this space, to consecrate it as sacred, and to protect it so that only energies of light, love, and higher consciousness may enter. May the unconditionally loving orbs of light bless all those who can benefit from their presence. Through divine love and my own free will, so be it. Okay. That pretty much feels like everything that I needed to say. Um, and I do have to get going. And so I'm literally just going to leave this here. I hope that this was entertaining and that maybe some of these messages that came through me um, and these cards are trying to find others as well. Um, that would be dope. If not, this was my oracle reading this morning. And after that, I was feeling much less anxious and like way more... Um, in tune with myself and like my higher self like I, I I woke up feeling like my higher self was trying to talk to me and it fucking was so here we go um I hope that everybody has a fantastic fucking Saturday and whenever you're listening to this um I love you all you're exactly where you're meant to be and you're pure fucking magic <laughs>